0: Hello and welcome to episode six of our GM Masterclass series, Return to Rokugan with GM Jim McClure. Jim, how are you doing this fine morning, sir?
1: All I know is Michael's basement. All I know is Michael's basement. (laughs) That is
0: all that you need to know.
1: It is your universe these days. (laughs) It is. It is. I'm doing well. How are you doing, Michael?
0: Doing all right. Doing all right. So we are back here. We're going to start the final episode of the original L5R series that aired on the One Shot Podcast Network. Uh, we are anticipating that this, our our recap version or our analyzation version, will probably take at least two episodes, at least, maybe three. Yeah, uh, it's a long episode. It is, it is a long episode. There's a lot that happens. There's probably a lot that we'll need to discuss. Uh, but it'll be as long as it needs to be. Like I said, you know, we, we don't want to do this again. We don't have <laughs> to go back and go, oh, I wish we would have done 10 minutes more. So it, it, it'll be what it, it will be. So if I remember correctly, we had just finished up we got back to the crab village. We found that there were some spider samurai who had been captured and had been beaten and were about to be killed. Caleb got his moment to shine yep. um, to kind of like be the old grumpy man. And then Yasuki summoned us to his home. And I thought... I think I don't. Are we still in Yusuke's home? I I believe so. In in the home,
1: I think more still occurs. Yep, Uh, because he he just sort of voluntold Damato to. uh, I'm sorry, he just sort of voluntold um, Marimoto to to be his duelist, and he hasn't exactly accepted yet. We'll kind of see how Yusuke
0: seems to think he he did.
1: Yusuke (laughs) most certainly thinks he did, Um, doing what a courtier does. Which uh, of course established half of of my duel that I needed to uh, to right. occur for the end. And, and uh, this episode, like I said, I think there'll be a lot to a lot to discuss on this episode because uh, again, the the raw audio from the just the episode is almost two hours long itself. And it's pretty much the entire third act of the story. Um, third act. It's got a nice ring to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no,
0: nice don't ride. think it. No, no it's likes alright. on
1: that. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, yeah. So we've got uh, a lot to talk about as we sort of jump into uh, th- this as we we pick back up in Yusuke's uh, little little house. <laughs>
2: yeah. So I sit in this position, and now it's time that we got to call out this taint because
0: otherwise. <laughs> If we do it now, we're just basically—that's
1: right. Last episode, you confirmed that he's tainted. Was it you? Either
0: you or Hida. Um, Hida touched him with the jade. Yeah. No way. But if he's tainted, he's not a daimyo anymore, right? Isn't
1: he? He doesn't lose his status. They're normally given additional precautions. Can you
2: treat? Yeah, like
1: a a tainted samurai that is a proper samurai is sequestered by the Cooney witch hunters and fed jade petal tea to reduce the activity of the taint, and they're pretty much sequestered for life, until they either die or get to the point they're uncontrollable, in which case the kuni witch hunters kill them. Mm. And that is what's done with proper samurai. There's a mild social difference, because if spider are found to be tainted, they're allowed to be executed on sight. And it's because of the historical precedent of
0: just a quick note that we did originally think that Kat was going to be there and she was going to be a Cooney Witch Hunter.
1: Absolutely. Yes, so, so, uh, yeah. a good portion of the story was was built upon that. But sort of as we've learned through these previous episodes, the, the 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 way you do a linear story and the way you do a planned out story is you still change and adapt to circumstance. And yes, originally it was going to be Cat as the Cooney Witch Hunter, which would be able to shed a lot more light on these particular situations. Uh, she wasn't there, but we, 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 we developed as we went.
0: Right. So I, I I think there's some fodder for exploration there. So let's give that a couple minutes. Sure. So originally when you were designing the, the story, the plot, the outline for the game. You thought Cat was going to be there. Mm-hmm. At what point did you learn she wasn't going to be there?
1: Oh yeah, like an hour before the game, I think it was. Okay, um, so
0: you very well could have been thrown for a strong loop.
1: Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Right.
0: So I, not necessarily like playing hypothetical, but but are there some specific things that you can talk about that you did change because she wasn't there? Because that's going to happen to other people, where you you know you've got four people that are the chosen warriors of the light and then Steve can't make it one day,
1: <laughs> what happens? Steve is a great name for the chosen warriors of the light. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's uh, OK. So to start with the original idea, the original, original idea was I was going to build up to a duel between James and Kat because it was their podcast network. And how more epic could you have than, bam, a duel between the two hosts that, uh, well, we'll, well, we'll talk more about how that duel would have progressed uh, when we get to the end of the of how this game actually did go. Uh, so I was going to be building up towards that. And in order to build up towards that, my initial thought was that, again, I was still positing that that uh, Miramoto, D'Amato's character, uh, would be uh, fighting for the Spider-Clan. Seems ludicrous at this point in the story, <laughs> but that was the the original idea. Uh, and then, you know, most definitively, the the uh, cat playing the Cooney witch hunter would have been fighting for the Crab Clan. So in that case, it would have needed to distinctly determine that, yes, uh, Daigochu Jin was in fact tainted, and Yasuki would not have been tainted in that version of the story, uh, because those would have been the pieces that needed to be in place to make everything work and come together. So it would have been a a significant difference. Additionally, there would have been much stronger magical components about it because at that point we have a turn from, you know, at at this point we have one of our three main characters has access to magics in the spirit realm and Kami and that, that being Caleb's character of Hida. If cat was there now, it's a fifty-fifty. So now we would change the the dynamic. So there's not as much. Uh, there would still be a lot of like the political drama, investigation that we see, but we would add a lot more magical components. We see this when we get into the the part two series that we did on the RPG Academy when it was all four of us. Uh, that that there are these more magical components. There are more you know bigger things that we have to deal with in that regard, and that's because those are the talents of the players, and we always want to give things for those talents. Wants to engage with.
0: All right. So without spending several hours on this part, was there anything in particular that you did or you normally do that you think helped you in that situation where you didn't just like throw your arms up and go, guys, I can't run, but it and, and allowed you to run a very well-crafted game even though you had such minimal knowledge of the change like was there anything about you like how how do you do that
1: yes and and that's that's a, a it's a wonderful question michael <laughs> um and i have an answer for you uh, and you already preluded it because the answer is honestly long um and it, it's it's typically advice that i hate to give but in this very specific situation of this gm masterclass uh this is advice i can give which is Listen to the last five hours of this show, uh, and the reason I give that is because, honest to goodness, when when I'm I'm prepping it, I'm going, what is the point that I am trying to achieve with this story, and that point can change based on player action, based on the number and who the players are that are going to be there, you know. I went into it when when Kat was going to be involved. Um, and again, we, we, we should state Kat has very chronic health issues and those flared up. And that was the reason, of course, that, that she couldn't be there. But, you know, what when, when I'm going into, it, I'm going I'm planning to have a big climactic duel between James and Kat an hour before that. Kat's not there. Okay, now I'm planning to have a big climactic duel between James and whichever of the two um, that that I didn't know at that point. Um, You know, and and obviously it was as a Shugenja doesn't typically duel, it was going to be uh, Hiruma. And that was was always so when the plan switched, it just became, okay, I need dynamic aspects that work with this character instead of the Cooney Witch Hunter. And what I'm doing is I'm then repurposing ideas. Um, I'm taking ideas that would have gone to the Cooney Witch Hunter and going, I don't need to throw these out. These just now need to apply to my next character, or I need to see what the concepts are that I need to latch to the other character to make the duel happen. Um, So Mm -hmm. I, it's interesting of, I don't think there's big, huge change. It's just understanding what's the story you're trying to tell and still tell that story with the characters. Because if the, all three of you decided to play crane samurai instead of who you did yes the story would go significantly different but it can still go that same direction which is why i call it a linear plot not a railroad a railroad is here are the events that are going to happen a linear plot is let's work together to this point to tell a great story and if you understand the concepts of how to tell that story which is what we've been doing here in the gm master class and you're okay you know reusing and changing and adapting those elements as you go you can always develop to that if you know how to get there, and you know where you're going.
0: So I don't know that I have any great examples of doing that myself in any of our current shows. I do have a couple of things that have happened in the uh, Dark Discovery game, which is, I'll say, unfortunately, Patreon only. so not everyone has access to that. But my general prep these days is I'll spend several hours. I mean, it's not un- not unheard of for me to spend 10, 12, 20 hours of prep before we ever start at all, Like mm-hmm. even before session zero you know, I've just kind of got a broad idea of the world, who the players are, what they want, you know, what they're capable of. But once we start playing, I I do very little prep other than I prep for what we're going to do when we start next game. Like, you know, we we ended here. So what do I think the starting thing should be? And then I pretty much prep that pretty well. And then I just roll with it from there. But I still have ideas for like big scenes that will happen, you know, months down the line. Mm -hmm. And I don't, want to let go of those but you know again in, in my case it's not the fact that players are missing because we just don't play if players are missing but my players just do whatever the heck they <laughs> want you know and i'm trying to give them that freedom i'm trying really hard to not direct them at all i, I just basically throw out a situation and see what they do but i do have like i i, I want a scene to happen because in my mind it's an awesome scene right. and i want to put them there but i get them there i don't i don't decide how they'll get there i guess what i'm saying like you know there's just pieces on the board and then once they move, I see, okay, well, this is my best move now to try to get to where I want to be. So it's somewhat along those lines. Mm. Yours is a little bit different because yours is more linear than, than mine. Right. Uh, but I guess the, what I would say is, you know, if you have an idea that's solid, don't throw it away. Never throw it away. Repurpose it. And then, you know, maybe even not for the same game. Yep. Maybe it goes in the back pocket for the next game, but don't just discard it completely.
1: Absolutely. What they have been.
0: So we may be back to plan F duel, everyone together, we expose the taint, unite everyone to the common goal.
1: Daimyr seems really interested in dueling right now. hmm I see that. <laughs>
2: <sighs> I'm trying to think. There's, I, there's nothing culturally that would... So he's implied an offer from me.
1: And, A very gracious offer. Mm-hmm. Well, I am
2: honored that you would pick me and truly honored that you
1: see value in my skill but by, by all means marimoto i was actually gifted a katana upon giving this station by Hitakun, our clan champion a katana larger than i was capable of wielding please stay here and he gets up oh my god that is such a i forgot i did that
2: so i am to be a neutral party in these discussions that is my order from my daimyo.
1: That is such a dick move. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that, I, that would, I would
0: lay that into the uh, heavy-handed category. Does, does, he not, uh, does he not accept that?
1: I don't remember him using that. I literally did not remember this little tidbit happened. Because essentially what occurred here is, obviously, he was he was voluntold, and now him playing the, the, the sort of courtly character that uh, D'Amato was playing, Miramoto is trying to like back out of it. And and what we did to reinforce it was we went, oh, thank you for accepting. I've got this awesome gift. It's a sword that I am incapable of wielding because I'm weak from our clan champion, one of the highest people in the Empire. And I'm going to gift it to you because you're capable of doing it. And now you're stuck in this, like all right, if I want to fully untangle this web, I have to refuse an incredibly gracious gift, so that way I can refuse dueling, and now suddenly there's more than one roadblock, and I can't just say no anymore. Now I have multiple things I have to say no to, which makes it really hard to yep. do. And I legitimately don't remember, does he avoid using it? Because I, I don't remember this tidbit, actually.
0: I, I don't either, but I, my, my inclination is I don't think he accepts it. Okay, okay. But, but I can, we'll We'll, we'll see, together. we'll learn. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs>
2: And though I sympathize with your position, I am afraid that it would be improper for me to act as your champion. One refusal? Though you do have my sympathy in that regard.
1: And his face just drops, his, his shoulders drop low, he, he drops all the way and falls to his knees. There's no hope then.
2: <sighs> there is a matter of... Honesty. That must be discussed.
1: There's a matter of my province is gone. My respect of my soldiers is gone. The trust my family put in me to take care of this place is gone. We have... There's nothing. There's nothing. They can just take our land when they want, and there's nothing I can do about it. You're the one opportunity I have, Morimoto. Please. I wish you...
2: To be sincere with me, as that is true of my clan.
1: I have been nothing but sincere since you have been here.
0: Early Jim podcaster, not knowing you don't slam the table—an <laughs> emphasis
1: of character. Jim still has a lot of problems with this because he Jim loves to like when I'm typically gaming and there aren't mics. Actually, that's a weird thing to say because I'm like, typically when I game these days, there's mics in front of yeah, me. Yeah, I
0: very rarely <laughs> play anything that there's not a microphone in front
1: of but me. But I'm used to I'm used to I, I stand up a lot. I slam the table. I make noises. I do that whole nine yards. I. Slam for emphasis, right? Um, and yes, it, it was, it's taken me a little bit of time to be like, no, audio does not like that, right. Does not like it at all.
0: And, and actually, I was being facetious because you've done that several times in this series. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. You, you've like Fortunately, I have a felt tabletop and I have yeah, yeah. these boom arms that kind of negates the, the jarringness, right? Right. Yeah, but there's been several times where I'm just like, that's going to suck the audio. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's very true.
0: So, very true. podcasting tip. Don't touch the table. Yeah, don't touch the table. Yeah. Yeah, don't,
1: don't, don't be Jim. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then the other thing is, I think I yelled at Caleb before, don't roll dice as you're talking about what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. do that. Don't yeah, do yeah. that. Okay. So, sorry, tangent.
1: Ask your
2: questions. I have
0: become
1: aware
2: of a grave truth. I wish to hear it from your lips.
1: He's listening intently.
2: Do you know what I would speak of?
1: He nods slightly. He he actually stands up, he walks over, he passes the sword he was going to give you, mm-hmm. and he picks up a small box and sets it down in front of you. And it has the seal of the Kuni family on it. Mm-hmm. And he opens it up, and it's organized packets of tea. And you've actually seen these because it is the monks of your clan that actually grow these, and then the Kuni facilitate the traveling. Yes.
2: Now that we have this on the table... I feel more comfortable with you. A man who was hiding from the truth is not one that I could seek to defend. I have seen evidence that Daigotsu Jin may have altered the course of the river purposefully. I, as of yet, cannot prove it. I seek more than anything to prevent bloodshed, and your people, as you have pointed out to us, do stand the most to lose from that bloodshed I have been instructed in the interest of sincerity from my daimyo in so many words to rule in favor of the spider clan
1: we have long suspected that there's alliance between your clan and their clan when you told me you would not fight for me I feared you would fight for them <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 do let's do. That's a. There's been a lot of wonderful little points here. Um, I I've been, uh, as you said, Michael, I, very heavy-handed in this scene of like, hey, you're gonna duel for me, right? Um, yes, absolutely. Thank you for accepting to duel. Wait, what? Oh, and here's he, a gift. Here's a it. gift for you. No, no, no. I I refuse the gift. Okay, so I drop down and I'm literally on the floor begging and saying please, and everything's gonna fall apart. That if I don't have it. Uh, Well, that's hard. And I'm revealing myself to you. Okay, that's great. And then the icing on the cake. Well, I feared you would go to the other side. As we discussed in a previous episode, tell your players what they were going to do, (laughs) and they will do the opposite of that. Yes.
0: (laughs) So one of the things I would want to talk to you about here is Mm Yasuki. Yes. I found him to be an interesting character from, I guess, like a meta standpoint where and again, you, you were thrown for some loops, and I guess that, you know, things were changed. But there's a part of me that thinks it would have been easier for you to have accomplished your goals if Yusuke wasn't so pitiful. Interesting. If he actually had some modicum of strength, but then there was some other reason why he couldn't duel, I, for some reason, I, I feel like that would be more compelling because we didn't like him from the jump. Right. Because of his weakness as a leader, because uh, we kind of blamed him in a lot of ways because, yes, D- Daigotsu Jin is, is, a, is a jerk, but a strong leader could have rebuffed him. Right. And and there was no rebuffing, so he just allowed Daigotsu to get, you know, what he wanted, essentially. And so we didn't like Yasuki, so I don't think any of us had any sympathy at all. Right. Now, is that because maybe we don't know the setting as well and they're like our characters would have felt differently? Or I, I guess, why, why was the decision to make him so pitiful versus maybe someone who had, like, a secret? You know, he's got a... A mistress or something that we didn't have to agree with, but like, okay, I see why, despite your strength, you can't duel versus you're pitiful and we need to help you.
1: Um, and you you touch a few really interesting points here, and there's a couple reasons for it. To start with, um, building a dichotomy between Yasuki and Daigotsu Jin. Um, and from a thematic level, I I really enjoy that of you know you've got Daigotsu Jin who is the the powerful warrior. He controls his troops. He is seemingly fully in command and capable of executing plans like moving a river that we're all very very convinced of. Uh, where on the other hand, we've got Yusuke who is a frail weak child that can't control his soldiers you know is openly hiding things you know he's, he has problems he is the one that's tainted as opposed to Daigotsu Jin sure. I guess technically it's yet to be determined on Daigotsu Jin but um, you know so to start with there's there's a dichotomy of characters and I think that dichotomy plays into one of the statements that you made which is you say you found Yusuke a very interesting character And that's because he's unlike everyone else that you're encountering in the world. Everyone else that you all have encountered in the story is a powerful warrior. It's Crab that grabs Spider-Clan and beat them up. It's Spider-Clan samurai who are capable warriors, although we don't really see that throughout this story. Um, It's Daigotu Jin who commands it. He is the only one that's weak. You know, most certainly the three of you all feel powerful in and of yourselves. So it, it makes him different and it makes him unique in that regard. So that's the first first part of it. The second part of it is, again, I know that there is that big neon flashing I'm evil sign above So If you all can find... Anything to latch on to Yasuki of, okay, Yusuki is a good, respectable man. There's almost nothing I can do to undo, okay, Yusuki is in the right, Daigotsu is in the wrong and if we get there, then there's not this tension that we're building up to and, and we've arrived at in the third act of, you know, okay, let's Yasuki's got, whatever, a mistress, he's got a problem, we, we whatever but is the one who moved the river and he's clearly evil, let's fight for Yasuki because he can't fight for himself that would be a very, I'm going to say heroic style ending to the story, which is a very legitimate story to tell um, with this particular story, again I'm trying to get the party to fight for different sides, uh, with dual stacking plot. And in order for the party to fight for different sides, it has to be a conflict of ideals and it can't be an easy decision to make. I would fear if Yusuke was strong in any way you want to use that word, he would no longer be someone that you wouldn't want to fight for. At that point, it is a, okay, here is a person in a bad situation. That bad situation might have been his own doing, but it's a bad situation. In In this story, it is, here is a guy who is Totally incapable of doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's a loser. He's bad, and we just, like... We wouldn't have to be here if it wasn't for his incompetence. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, so how do we fight for that? Cuz it doesn't really feel good to fight for that even though he's the underdog people, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, but when you start introducing champions, it kind of reduces that. Well, you
1: know? it does. Yeah. It does. Yes. Um, so that's the that, that's the concept and thought behind why Yusuke was Yusuke. Yeah.
0: And- And I don't, I guess, and I don't want that to come across as sounding like as negative at all, but just it's, it wasn't what I guess, like listening back to it, it sticks out to me. Yeah. Had this been like, quote unquote, traditional D&D game where this is like two kingdoms or two magistrates or something, I think it probably would have been okay for Yasuki to be powerful, but have some sort of, some sort of secret that would not allow him to duel for himself. And I think we would have felt, better about it mm-hmm. I think this type of game it's a little bit more complex yeah but I think it's also more difficult and I was, I guess my my curiosity lies in you chose the harder road mm-hmm. I think
1: I and you you actually said what it is we would have felt better about dueling for him I did not want you all to feel better about dueling for him because we're, again, oh, I'm saving it for the punchline at, like, the end of this series so much for when we get to the duel itself. But I wanted.
0: Okay, well, will you hold I, it? Well, yeah, okay. just, just
1: hold it. But th- there is a reason, again, I, I want you all dueling for both sides. But I actually specifically don't want you all to be 100% convinced of it. I want you all to have doubts about the side that you're dueling for. Uh, and that plays into into where it would have gone, which we'll discuss <laughs> once we get to where it did go.
2: All right. I am not of the habit of fighting for anyone whom I whom I cannot count as sincere. There are things that are being obscured for me on both sides. Uh, from what I know of crabs, they are an honorable lot. I do not know much of spiders. What has been shown to me does not bode well for them. The one thing I do know is that Both clans must learn to coexist.
1: Yes. And if we can fight them back at this, if we can make this decision here, if we can prove to them that this is the point where it stops, this is where our land starts and their land begins, we can move that direction. We can solve this with the least amount of bloodshed. If you will do it, Morimoto.
2: So out of character, guys. I'm a good duelist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And sort of the last little bit of manipulation is he said yes to it. I just want to reinforce in his mind why he said yes to it. And I do that in the language of the things his character wants. His character has stated he doesn't want bloodshed. His character has stated he wants to resolve this as peacefully as possible. So Yasuki reinforces to him that, yes, if you duel for me, that is the way to get those things that you want.
2: But I suspect this dude is a tough dude.
3: If that really is where we're going towards.
2: It's a solution. It's definitely not the most
1: elegant solution. Well, if we're going to have this discussion, this should so be an
3: in-character discussion. (laughs)
0: Come
1: on now. (laughs) That's true. We've been in-character talking for (laughs) four hours. How can we not? This is a a real important part that I wanted to hit on. We we hit a, a moment, and this is when this is one of those best feeling moments as a GM because Damato literally pulled out of character. He said, "You know, hey, let out of character for a minute," and then he starts discussing the options of the world and and why he's doing this is because he now feels the weight of the decisions and the whole team does of of what's going to occur here, and he literally wants to be able to talk it out. He wants to go, okay. Here's where we're going with this. What are we going to do? We now have full sync between characters and players. Both player and character are having the exact same thoughts, which is what the headspace that I love people to be in. And when we get in that headspace, it's easy to to try and establish a little bit of distance from it. Like D'Amato said, let me let me pull back and let, let's all just have a talk real quick about where we're going. Like, do we really want to go take this guy down? I'm pretty sure he's strong. Yada, yada, yada. Um, the conversation he's about to have. And, and this is where I do a pretty hard interject as a GM. And I go, no, 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 no. These are questions you're having in character do it in character like go for it there's no reason to have these sort of out meta conversations do it in character and enjoy it. the conversation is good and wonderful to have why would you rob that of the character experience Just go for it. And again, it's a natural thing, I think, for players, especially when they get in these more intense situations, to try and pull back even though they're fully engaged with it. And I really like that moment of just going like, no, 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 no. Back back in character. You 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 were where you wanted to be. Uh you were asking the right questions. Both player and character have the mind, enjoy the experience of having one mindset and not the what is very often the case of, well, okay, do we jump across the eighty foot chasm? Well, I'll bet my dice rolls good enough. And where, you know, your character is actually shaking in their metal boots of like, no, we're going to die if we don't do that. And player and character are having different thoughts. This is one of these wonderful moments where they are completely sandwiched together. And for me personally, and I feel like a lot of people, there is such great value in role playing in situations where you're having one mind and getting to play both player and character.
0: I know I've mentioned this in other places. I don't know if it's come out particularly in this series uh, but one of the things that I've started doing with Dark Discovery, th- which is one of the reasons why I think I enjoy that game so much, is it has become an expectation that the players are going to have a conversation at least once a session in character. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I don't know if you ever watched that show, The Seventy Show. Yeah, yeah, they used to have the thing in the basement where they all smoke. Yep, exactly. And they would just go around in the circle, and that's what I basically I call it, This is our circle moment. We're all sitting around the table, and we're all just going to talk about what's happening, but we're going to do it in character. And I, I just explicitly say. That's what we're going to do now, and it is great. Amazing, isn't it? It's my best part of the game. Mm -hmm. You know, I just talk about fighting dragons or undead, elven warriors. It's so when you did this, (laughs) it made me feel, and it's like you know, it's like sharing time. But it's in character and I love it. It's so much fun.
1: It it's so much fun. And like I said, it, it has that, that unifying of mind to me. And it break it, in, in technical terms, I, I feel like it, it's sort of forcing people deep into the magic circle. It, it it is now you're 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 not people sitting in a basement doing a podcast. It is, yes, we're getting to actually truly express who our characters are. And we are being told by the GM like Again, as we've discussed, the authority figure of the table is telling us, yes, this is the right, appropriate time to do this. You know, you're not doing anything wrong. You're not slowing up the game. Right now, discuss what you're feeling and thinking in character and have these conversations, and it helps build rapport with each other. It just all around it is a great, wonderful thing to do, and if if you're doing it that that way in that game, I think that's a brilliant way to do that.
0: So just to provide a bit of counterpoint, Mm -hmm. The reason why I think James did that there, and likely the reason why it's probably happened at a lot of other tables, is, as you said, it's efficiency. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot longer for everyone to speak in character to lay out all of the options that it would be if we all go above the table for a minute and we can very quickly go, okay, these are our three options. What's everybody feeling? How's it going? And I think, you know, if we were in a, in a place where we needed to be efficient, probably would have let it go. But... Even though we were doing a podcast when we were recording it, that's what we were there for. Mm-hmm. Like that moment if yep. that's coming up is probably like one of, if not you know, the I don't say the best moments, but it's what we were going for. Exactly. So we don't want to ruin that. But in a home game, if it's ten o'clock and we usually wrap up at ten fifteen and I really need the players to get to a certain place, I might have just let that slide.
1: And I, I think the key difference in that, um, because you make a good point with that, is What is the core experience of what we're about to happen? Because there's many times where I would absolutely let that slide, too, because if this conversation was solely a logistical conversation of how are we going to accomplish X, Y, Z and how we're going to move forward, that's something that probably doesn't need a lot of time put to it. And you can allow it to just happen in the meta. The difference as a GM, and again, these are very GM masterclassy things to think about, is knowing when. When they're just doing it to figure out where to go forward and when they are unknowingly cheating themselves of a core experience. And at this moment in this game, role playing through this conversation is a, it's it's why we're at the table uh, you know it's not to get us to the next part of why we're at the table this conversation is why we're at the table this conversation should be fun it should be tense it should be enjoyment and it should be happening in character so knowing when to step in and knowing when like oh they're just figuring out where they want to go next uh, let's fast track that um, what, what what is it I always say and with that And with that, you all figure out that you go here and knowing when to go like, no, 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 stay in character and have this conversation.
2: This is a solution. It is not the most elegant solution. I am trained well. I do not know for a certainty that I would be victorious. And from some of the powers that I have seen related to this clan, he may have advantages that are not known to us. We could do it, but there is the potential that we would fail. And if we did fail,
1: then we would be in the same position. We could not fail. The heavens are with us. We have not a decent duelist in the camp within the Crablands. You're the only one. Chosen one. <laughs> You're my only we one. <laughs> I specifically chose you, and I'm calling you the chosen one.
2: To this land. Ego can bring many great men to an embarrassing, dishonorable end. I wish to avoid that, if possible. However, should it come to that, you may call upon me as a champion. I thank you. I must warn you, if you do that prematurely, all may be lost.
1: There's only an hour left in the show, James. I'm not sure we have much time left. You, Hita, Haruma, you saw... And I stayed in character. (laughs) ...have done out there. It will only get worse the longer it progresses.
2: This is true if we can prove that Daigotsu has practiced the arts which we believe he has practiced then your victory is assured it the, is the
1: right the right the heavens have sent the right samurai to judge they
2: have sent a samurai
1: they have sent 3 samurai all of which will judge properly a samurai that instructed I
2: just... to Rule in the other way, this could be disastrous. I, I would caution you against any impulsive. Knowing what we know now, yeah. Before any decision you make. To exp- to try and expose this man, he may challenge me to a duel. Regardless, for the impropriety of our implications, it would be wise to allow us to make this run its course first.
3: san Hiruma-san, what do you see? I see this ending badly, no matter what course of action we take. Yep.
2: Then that is a grave position we are in. Yasuki, yes, if you were
0: to fall, who would take over this province?
1: He's sort of taken aback by your question. <laughs> yes, he is. be the, whoever the, my family would appoint to take my position.
0: I'm trying to like, like, in the immediacy, who would be in the camp that would be, like, in secondary in command.
1: My, course. I believe it would be my, my second, um, Hida Kakana. You saw him in the circle wielding a tetsuba earlier. Pulled that out of my ass. You said
2: that crabs have been disappearing. And now that we have played our hand, I believe it is time for details to be illuminated. We found the body of a tainted crab and one who had some blasphemous ceremony performed upon their
1: flesh. So they did take my crab. They did take my crab. Your crabs
2: were taken. We do not know that it was them quite yet. It makes sense that it would be them. But there are many things to be gained by unseen forces to have your two clans at war. Remember, spiders and crabs did what many thought was impossible in working together.
1: For a time, and now they steal my countrymen in the night. They take my land in the day.
2: They have been rewarded for serving at
1: your side. They didn't serve at my side.
2: There is darkness in this world, and it can only benefit from a faltering.
1: I understand that you're impartial, that the three of you are here to make a decision, Mm. and I respect that. But you have to understand that I do not have the greatest of sympathies for them. The corruption that eats at my soul every day, the corruption that makes me weak in front of my men, in front of my family... Is from them, not from within, and I know that does not give me the clearest of mind, but it does keep me very focused on what will happen if we continue to allow them to go unchecked.
0: It takes great courage to wield a katana in battle, but sometimes it takes greater courage to leave it sheep. And Good it wisdom
1: <laughs> son. What will you do? Where do we go from here?
2: We should speak to like, Thsu. When we speak to him, we will in many ways be announcing our intention. I fear that I have no ideas for how to draw out the truth, and the truth is the greatest weapon in this situation. If there were to be bloodshed, the crabs would have aid by honor bound. Any alliance with the spider would be severed between the dragons for the, for we could not be seen to stand with anyone acting dishonorably. We have everything to gain by doing this right. I cannot allow my clan to be associated with dishonor and clutching at the scroll. My only hope is that those who are responsible for this do not know the full extent of this situation.
1: And with that you hear there's a little knock rap on the rice paper. Time to move the story forward. Yep. And rice paper slides open and it is uh Hida Kanana, the large man that you all saw in the circle earlier. Um he he bows quickly. Yusuke, we have a problem. The spider have come looking for their samurai. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so yeah. So as the GM we got to have our awesome moments. Right. We, we had a great role play scene where we all were in character. We kind of laid out somewhat of our positions. It got to somewhat of a resolution. Yep. I, I think we we had sort of settled ourselves that this is probably inevitable, but we would still like to find another way if we can. Now we can't because they show up.
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it, 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 it's kind of a yes and no, um, because there's still there's still another piece to the story, which is, again, I have to get. You, Haruma, on board to fight for Daigotsu Jin at this point. That's a monumental task yes, that yes. needs to occur. Yes. Okay, So that is still something, and that's why we still have one one knowledge bomb to be dropped, which is coming, that uh, I think we talked about earlier in the series. So the thing that you all said that you need to do next is talk to Daigotsu Jin. Okay. So understanding that we have we've been in sort of a low point. We had a high point. This conversation has been a long one. Um, It's been emotionally taxing because it's been the acceptance of this is going to be an ugly situation no matter what moving forward. We're not fully on board with Yusuke, but he's definitely less evil than Daigotsu Jin, right? So, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> yeah. um, you know. So we'll we'll move forward with that. Our next thing we need to do is talk to Daigotsu Jin. Okay, if I leave geographic distance between the two of you all, then other nonsense that doesn't mean anything is going to happen. So, literally, what I did, I was like, "Oh, you want to talk to him." He's, He's here, here. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations, and it was a nice, super tense moment for him to show up anyway, um, and that was why why essentially he sort of just appears is a, it's logical his you know his troops were taken, clearly word would probably get back to him, and that was the next thing you all wanted to do, so absolutely here it is, right. let me give it to you, let me make you not walk across town, just bam, he shows up,
0: so why well, I'm a hundred percent on board that talking in character is is one of, if not the best part of the game. Too much of a good thing can still be mm-hmm. a bad thing. And I've had games like that where it was a lot of fun. We were all talking in character, but you start, you get into these sort of cycles where you start to go down one path of you know, potential, and then someone says, what if? And then you go way down this other path, and someone says, well, what if? And you get to point where you, you have done nothing as far as the game is concerned, and you know literally hours have passed. Yes. And while, again, if that's what you're in there for, by all means... But in this case, we were trying to build towards a a thing. There was still some game left to have. I don't think it makes complete sense to just expedite that. And again, and it's very typical TV or movie. It's like, okay, we know what we're going to do. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) That thing is here. That thing is here. (laughs) Uh, Whether it's played for comedy or for drama. Right. uh, It it works for both. It works for both because he got James's line, you know, great. Right. Exactly. Uh, But at the same time, we are now we were resolved And now we need to go into that and see how our resolution changes in the face of conflict
1: yes uh, because oh we're, we're, we're about to because again we're, we're still we're still stacking up our, our, our dual stacking plots here and at this point it's pretty decisively again that we are we are in Yasuki's camp okay even though he's tainted you all have accepted that as fine and move forward perhaps not you Haruma but
0: well I, and I think which
1: is great I just I, <laughs> like, I'm loving more and more because I'm thinking about how uh, of course the second series ends like the very very last <laughs> scene it's so wonderful but anyway,
0: good. Well, I think one of the things that you did, um, whether consciously or unconsciously, that that helped, because the conversation we had before the scene about Yusuke and how he was sort of a pitiful character and really wasn't someone that inspired you know any sort of concern, is he essentially said, "I'm tainted, but it's probably their fault." Yeah, he's like, "I didn't do anything wrong. I'm tainted. I suspect that Daigo Jen is the reason why I'm tainted." That reframes a lot of how we view Yusuke. uh, Yusuke. So I think that was one of the sort of the turning points. um, Like listening back, I I feel very differently about him now than I did 10 minutes ago. Think um, Haruma is still, you know, he's in the camp that he basically insinuated you should kill yourself. Right. Yeah, I think I, I think I actually state that when we come back. Okay. I'm pretty sure that I explicitly say. So I
1: remember you explicitly. <laughs> I could be remembering wrong because I thought it was in that scene, but it seems I, like... I, if
0: I remember correctly again, I'm jumping in, but I think right. we we start to leave. And I think I like stop. Okay. And I, that's not like, the last thing that's said, or maybe I even come back in because I I basically tell him you might want to consider killing yourself. Because
1: I do think there is another scene with him before the end, too, so it could possible maybe it's there, too. Yeah,
0: but definitely as as a listener, I was like, oh, okay, that does change things. And
1: the reason was, uh, the intention was not actually the way that it came across, I guess, per se, in your mind. It was just one of those wonderful, happy coincidences. But it was the concern, because there was so much weight being put on that, especially when you all had the jade and had it to test. That I was worried that once you all knew that he was tainted, that it was just going to be a unsheath the swords. You are no longer gone. I don't care what society dictates at this point. Right. So I go if we soften that a little bit, it puts a question in the mind, and it perhaps softened it a little bit too hard and put you again directly with Yusuke, aligned with Yusuki at this point.
2: Great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's <gotta> do this. <sighs> put my katana again.
1: And right Yasuki doesn't appear to be standing up, and he's just looking, please end this issue. Who has come from Spider? Daigotsu jin and his army.
2: Well, we have no other way.
1: And we prevent the face-off of Yasuki versus Daigotsu jin, because oh, yeah. this is not the finale. It's why he stays in. Yeah, there's commotion. At this point, <laughs> it is evening, and the, most of the camp's illuminated by torchlight. The, you, you can see the crab have, I mean, taken up military ranks, and on the far side you can see the the, the dark armor, sort of the the flames glinting off the armor and different. Um, they're not actively engaging. I mean, they're directly standing apart from each other as armies would uh, before battle. Um, and other than shouts back and forth, that appears to be the extent of it. And I, I should right. also note that the the two spider uh, that were taken prisoner are still tied to the post with their legs broken. They haven't been moved from that position.
2: Daigotsu Jin.
1: And you see, he's there in front of all of them, and he's dressed in... Oh, this scene. Get ready. Finally, a voice of reason in this camp.
2: Yes, I am afraid so. I have observed much.
1: Please, why don't we finally get a decision over, a decision that the dragon can give us as they should, and end this nonsense conflict. Demand a decision because I don't want one right here.
2: In the tradition of my clan, I will state the reasoning of my decision before I announce it. Alright, Columbo. We followed the path of the river, and we discovered a dam.
1: And immediately the entire crab army, I mean, lurches forward and their commanders shout to to, to hold yep. them back, but they are, I mean, ready mm-hmm. to charge.
2: We discovered a dam created by Oni.
1: And and once again, the crab, I mean, lurch. One full on breaks ranks, but one of his compatriots grabs him and pulls him back. Rumble, grumble,
0: grumble, grumble, grumble
1: grumble Daikotsu Jin. <laughs> You
2: must recognize as an honorable man that something that is the design of Oni cannot be the gift of the heavens.
1: You see him, he reaches up and he snaps, and you see the spider are sort of breaking ways, and you see there is four of them with ropes behind them dragging a body forward, Mm -hmm. and it is clearly a fat, bloated body that you all saw Mm -hmm. earlier today. And it is the body of the Oni and the crab gasp. Every one of them draws their weapons. Whoever hadn't,
0: so an unattended Oni can be used against you at any time. <laughs>
1: yeah, should have ridden that one down the river, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and it, it's at this point. Um, it, it, it is our our antagonist of our story at this point, Daigo Tujin, who we're still seeing as an antagonist. Um, he is now using narrative weapons at this point. It, it, it is because the the point he's about to make is a okay, you're saying it's our fault. All you crab think it's our fault. That's a crab samurai, you know, who was the Oni. How dare you blame us? Which is exactly, I kind of want to let this, this scene play out, and then we, cause it's a little bit of an extended scene, but play out, and then we've got a lot of components to talk to
0: about right. it. Had him drawn already. It has been slain. Those are my arrows upon its body.
1: This is the Oni that you speak of?
2: Yes, it was throwing rocks onto the pile. He walks down.
1: This is the Oni that made the dam that changed the river.
2: This is an Oni we discovered throwing rocks onto the dam.
1: He instructs his his samurai, and they just grab it by the flesh and sort of roll the torso forward, and he points to the crab mon that's on it.
2: Yes, indeed. And why would a crab decide to move the river away from the crab? Daikotsu Jin.
1: I have no answer for the insanity that lays within the Crab Clan, but I believe what I'm hearing is accusations that solely because we are Spider, we are responsible for all the evil in this no world. I have no
2: interest in making accusations, Daigotsu
1: Jin. Mommy and Daddy are fighting me again. <laughs> Because an oni that is clearly of the crab clan shows up, causes an issue, and suddenly the crab want to take and kill my men. I have an issue with that.
2: Yes, and you can have justice, Jin, but...
1: I demand justice.
2: Very well. Then I ask from you to do a difficult yet honorable thing. I have spoken to the daimyo of the crab. There have been injustices made against your men and your people, and they do not deserve that. And your honor does not deserve that. However, the movement of the river is an injustice against the will of the empire. It is something that the heavens themselves disapprove of. The river flowed one way, and then dark creatures caused it to flow another. If you... Decide of your own volition that the river has been tampered with. You have my word. Justice will be done. I do not wish to see bloodshed. You strike me as an
1: honorable man. Is that the case? I am an honorable man. But I see two of my samurai beaten for the actions of the crab. I see... You see your men beaten because
2: dark forces... Wished to cause strife between the spider and the crab. Dark
1: forces that came from the crab clan.
2: Dark forces that seized the bodies of the crab clan. Your people know the nature of the taint.
1: And just for this reason, for this sole reason alone, for historical precedent, the spider must be the villain. No, I do not blame the spider.
2: You stand here and accuse me now. No, I stand here to tell you that the spider should know better. And they should know what trickeries dark forces will play to see their unnatural ends delivered to them.
1: If you intend to bring force down upon me. I assure you, I am ready for it. My courtiers that stand next to your empress every single day will explain to her exactly how a major clan is throwing its weight around against a minor clan. I will defend my men. I will defend their honor, and I will defend my honor. You want a fight? I will bring you a fight. You want an honorable duel? I will give you a duel. You need to make a decision, and the decision is clear. These are the people pointing to the crab clam, that have been dealing in dark arts. They are the ones that have caused the atrocities and are trying to blame it on us solely because they want bloodshed. If you don't believe that, if you're too blind to see, be blind. I will put the vision in your mind. I am honorable. I stand by
2: my mind? mind. You heard my words. You have access to such methods. You heard my
1: words. Don't twist them.
2: If you have a way to resolve this conflict by providing clarity, I would greatly appreciate it.
1: I would be happy to provide it. You don't want to see the clarity? It is obvious right before you. You have an Oni that came from the crab from one of their rituals for too much time in the Shadowlands, and it created destruction on the land. Clear as day. You want to provide me evidence that says otherwise? Because this is what I see, I would love to see it a different direction. I would love to think that the crab that are all high and mighty about the bad things we have done defend these actions. Diamiojin,
2: in the statue that was gifted to us, there was a dark spirit unnaturally mingled with an earth spirit. Why? I do not know what you refer to. There was some unknown magic to even Hidasan, an experienced Jugenja, who has great knowledge of many, many rituals that could be performed. It was odd. You stand here- I don't wish to accuse you. If you want conflict, conflict is easy to create. It is much more difficult- to do this without conflict, and I wish to do that because I believe in honor, sir, and I believe honor resides within the hearts of the crabs and the spiders, both.
1: And I'm starting to believe it only resides in one of our hearts. You have a lot of passion, dragon. I feel you're blind to reality. I feel you're blind to orders. I feel you're blind to family, and all you care about is your preconceived notions. You are not the only member of this team. I have been brought here as a representative
2: of the dragons. I will act as a dragon.
1: He turns and ignores you. Haruma. You have been members, you have walked as members of both my clan and their clan. You now stand between and have seen it. Do you support the dragon in his outrageous accusation?
0: I have walked side by side with this dragon and been impressed with his acumen and clarity of thought and deed. And I've come to the same conclusion as he. I would advise you this conclusion does not
2: necessarily rule against you. We believe the party responsible for this magic is the party that is at fault. If that is not
1: you, I would wish to know that. It is not me. I am not responsible for it. You want to test? Test me any way you want. Bring your kuni. Bring your shugenja. Test me for my purity. Will you say the same of this crab, samurai, as he points to the bloated oni body?
2: I believe a test could be fair. There was blood magic done, and that is a grave and horrible thing to contemplate. In the hearts of Spider and in the hearts of Crab, I know that blood magic is disapproved of. If we can find who has designed this, then justice can be served for both crab and spider.
1: And what is your result if neither can be established?
2: Then a decision will be made, and you may agree or you may disagree. At this point, I believe there is a way to resolve this without bloodshed, and it is not because I fear battle. It is because I believe in justice.
1: We will depart in peace and honor when you bring me my two men tied to your whipping post. Release them from the crab sense of honor and bring them back to us. Uh, you
2: know what? This is like definitely Hida's move. <laughs> yeah. You touch the dead bodies, the beaten bodies. Go, touch the bodies. But-
0: well, no, I mean, like he could
2: gesture to have somebody do yeah, it. It's he just, he agreed the to the test.
0: Why don't we just give him the jade right here, right now? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I shoot you a look. Like I, I can see point. those yeah, words. me. I'm, coming I'm in. like thinking like he said, but dead. <laughs> no, They're the the spiders aren't dead. They're no.
3: just they're, they're
0: just hurt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, most of the injuries are are, are solely superficial. The only real serious injuries are the fact that both of their knees on both samurai were broken. They have no life-threatening injuries, just long-term crippling ones.
3: Right. Uh, Hida will go cut them down, and he will gesture for two regular soldiers, whoever's closest.
1: Oh, the crab soldiers won't even touch them. But there are plenty of peasants around that come oh, okay.
3: scurrying out as
1: that is their station in life. Um, and they grab and take them. The crab soldiers part ways, very begruntled as you deliver them back.
2: And again, looking at them, injustice has been done, especially to these men. Oh, I look to the tainted crab body. But the crab have suffered. If it is at the hands of one in their own rank,
3: then they deserve that justice as well. As Heda walks up with the the beaten spider and, and the um and the peasants, will say Look at our men facing each other. Look at the anger that is generating between these two families. This is the cause of someone forcing your hand and forcing our hand.
2: I have no desire to see conflict between the crab and spider, not least of all, as it is specifically my instruction to prevent that. However, if I were to rule in your favor, I believe you know that the men over there would not abide that ruling. That is not a safe situation for anyone.
1: I know this. I know that a palace will be built, and the decision that needs to be made is whether you want to be its foundation or you want to sit on its throne. Make your choice and understand its consequences.
2: I will find the truth. Damn it. <laughs> well, find the
1: truth, damn it. <laughs> you can't handle <laughs> the truth. I don't know if I can! <laughs> I fucking can't. <laughs> with, with that, he turns around. <laughs> okay.
0: Alright, so that was like nine straight minutes of just <clears throat> listening to that episode.
1: Uh, yes. There's, there's a lot, a lot to unpack in what just happened. Um, starting with, again, I, I just want to point out, we've talked about it before, that was a super tense moment that is probably the second most tense moment in the entire series um i don't know we've got a couple other really good ones this this whole thing is tense i do not as a gm fight against you see immediately everyone goes to comedy once it's been resolved and that's because there is this need to relieve that true palpable tension
0: i wanted to make jokes listening to it yes exactly yeah (laughs) it was too yeah yeah because i wanted to relieve some tension
1: yes uh, that is a natural thing do not fight against it do not see it as your characters aren't buying into the tension know that that's that's good that seeing that is good even us experienced players are like this is great and this is awesome we needed to relieve that tension so i just wanted to point that out so this entire scene is is really i mean this is this is the cataclysm that goes into the you know the, the end of the story um which is Daigotsu Jin has sort of showed up. He's, he's confronting uh, you all. And again, the scene before this, we have allied ourselves with Yasuki. We have accepted it. We have accepted to duel for him. We know that's the fight that we're going to have. So we're doing a dual stacking plot. We need to give evidence back to the other side because I'm not ready for the fight to happen yet. Because Haruma is not convinced to fight for Daigotsu Jin yet. Which is a monumental task at this point, Um, (laughs) as I'm seeing it. GM Jim back then thought I I didn't push it as far as I did. Listening back, I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, he's super evil. Um, But uh, so we need to start giving evidence. Um, And now, again, what we talked about in in this stage, we're we're no longer giving that much physical evidence. Uh, What we are doing, though, is we are providing reasons why you would like Daigutsu Jim. And to start with, he comes from a very, very valid point, which is the crab have done messed up. Uh, they acted horrifically. They are the only one so far in the story that has shed any kind of true honorable samurai blood. They just grabbed two Spider-Clan and beat the crap out of them. Not a very honorable thing to do. Daigotsu Jin shows up and is like, hey well what (laughs) yeah um i legitimately have the right to be angry about this this is insane we've never done anything like this to you and we see that he is passionate and actually cares about his men while their daimyo the one that you have accepted to fight for is hiding in his house yes we see a huge significant difference we can go we still think he's evil but now This scene, we get to see the redeemable traits of Daigotsu Jin. He truly, actually, seemingly cares about honor. He cares about his men. He's in a rightful, angry position. And he's getting to throw in the face of you the, okay, you know all of those assumptions that you've made about that neon sign that we keep talking about that says I'm evil? Well, that neon sign doesn't actually exist. That is just your assumption. And now I'm going to throw that back at you of, all of the evidence shows you that, hey, the, it's crab, like it's a crab mon on the thing. I'm willing to be tested, uh, you know, on, on a meta level. I'm working in the back of you on the, the knowledge that you all have of like, oh, yeah, that's right. The crab is the one who is tainted. Right. He's saying he's willing to be tested. He's showing the crab clan Oni. You know, he's showing all these things and going, what evidence do you have that I'm evil? You all know in your heart of hearts that neon sign tells you that he's evil. But now he's directly challenging and going, what's the foundation of that? How are you truly judging that I am evil? What were, I don't know, what, what were your thoughts in, in this?
0: It's interesting um, listening back to it and then trying to remember, because again, it's been years now, right. uh, how I felt in the moment. And I'm still confused about it because there's things that I thought were happening that haven't happened yet. So now I'm like, did I make those up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know What's going on? But I felt like. We had the moment with Yusuke. We had the knock on the door. Like, in my mind, this was going to be the end. Mm -hmm. So I was, I guess, in the mindset that let's just keep pushing. Mm -hmm. And that's a trait that I have, as Michael, I've learned that I'm willing to push things just to see what happens. You know, just like I'll push something off to see what breaks. Uh, So I'm like, why don't we test him? You know, he said he'd test him. We got Jade. We could just do this right here, right now. Now, listening back to it. I can see like that would have been a terrible idea because I'm sure one, he would have passed, and two it would have been like, okay, let's test Yusuki in front of everybody. And that would have been bad. Right. Because that's exactly what I would have done in that situation. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. Exactly. So, so the player was in a little bit more of an immediacy mindset than the than the listener is at this point. But yeah, I uh I still kind of feel like that would have been okay for it to happen there. The issue is oh, it yeah. wouldn't have happened the way you were wanting it to happen.
1: Exactly. That that would have been... If we wanted to go the heroic ending side that we talked about earlier of, of the three of you all fighting for Yasuki against Daigotsu Jin, this would have been the moment to have that happen. Everything was in place for it. For the ending that, that I was working towards, there's only one thing that wasn't in place yet. And, mm-hmm. and we see the seeds of it. And that is, again, as we've said, I want... I, I want Haruma fighting for Daigotu Jim. So we see her in the middle of the scene. We had this big like interaction back and forth between Miramoto and Daigotu Jim. And then he's like, I'm done dealing with you. You're not the only one in the group. He turns to to you, Haruma, and goes, you know, hey, remember that whole thing where you've been on both sides? Remember your your, your family <laughs> yeah. alliances and the whole backstory? Right. Let's remind you of that at this point yes. in the story. And let's get the temperature of where you are as a character. Where do you stand on this? Now, of course, at this point, you come back with like a, no, I'm kind of with the crab. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> hey,
0: I'm, yeah, this guy seems to know what he's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. So, and I, but I know I haven't established everything that I need to, but that was very much a, let's start that seeds of like, hey, remember your family, remember who you're with, remember who raised you, what do you think of this? Oh, you're still with them? All right, we need to... We need another scene. We, 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 we need to drop the trump card, yep.
0: Yeah. So... I think you kind of already answered the question, because I think we're going to wrap up this episode here. We're just over an hour. We're getting ready to move into that next scene. Yep. So is there anything else? Like, again, we always want to check in with where you're at in your head. You kind of just said that. Yeah. Like, you, you've got one side locked in. You need me on the other side. I've said and done things that, that shouldn't seem like I'm kind of leaning that way, because right. I've been very disrespectful to Yasuki, insinuating he's exactly. a bad leader, he should die. I think my, my thoughts of why are more because he's a terrible leader and that I think he would be better off soon to die and someone takes place. Right. So I really wasn't against him as much as I, again, he was just terrible. So I don't think I'm where you wanted me. or no, you that's thought, perfect. Where you thought I should be. That's uh, perfect. So of all the heavy handed <laughs> things, the next scene might be the most, if, if it's the scene I think it is, I'm pretty sure it is.
1: I can't remember if something happened. I know what scene you're thinking yes. of because the, the, the scene that you're thinking of is, the only thing else that needed to happen before the end it's it's the the last piece that needs to happen and we'll talk about that when the scene happens so in my mind i go everything has built right at this point for the scene i am going to get the duel between Haruma and Marimoto, uh, they're going to be fighting for the sides that I want to fight them for. There's just one thing that I have to do to finish convince Haruma of what's going to happen, and that's the that's the scene that's coming up. And I'm still in my mind going like, I still think we're going to have it up there on the dam because I like, go <laughs> that would be like I don't know, very yeah, scenic, very scenic. Um, to this point, I'm still like, we should have done it there, <laughs> <laughs> but it it worked out. Uh, so yeah, I I think at this point, you know, I go, I, I've got it. We've got it in. There are strong emotions on both sides. Neither side is 100% convinced that their side is right, and that's exactly what I want for this final duel.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and wrap up this episode 6 of our GM masterclass Return to Rokugan with GM Jim McClure. Uh we will pick right back up here with episode 7. At this point I'm feeling pretty comfortable we're probably going to do 3 episodes to finish up looking, this one. Yep. Could be 4, but I don't think so. Probably 3. But again, it'll be what it, it what it is. So hopefully you are looking forward to that as much as we are, because both as a commentator on this episode and just listening back to it again, it's got some good stuff.
1: You feel that tension, right? I I'm, I'm excited for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. And I'm still waiting for the big moment because I want to get your... Unfiltered yes. reaction to to that. I love how
1: both the, the the actual play is building up to its finale and the, uh, the, the, the this masterclass because like <laughs> the best stuff is going to be on that last episode.
0: Yeah, I, I hopefully you agree. So until then, <laughs> this has been Michael. This is Jim, and we will see you next time.
3: You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media such as Facebook and Google Plus at vrpgacademy.
0: But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co host, The Caleb G, at
3: The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co host,
0: Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening, and as always, if you're having fun,